You're listening to In Conversation with Standard Bank Corporate and Investment Banking. East Africa's highly diversified economies are growing northwards of 6% in a highly integrated regional market. Among the untapped sectors identified by Standard Bank is the beverages sector in the East African markets of Kenya, Uganda and Tanzania. We send our consumer team in to gain a deeper understanding of the non-alcoholic ready-to-drink beverage market through gaining insights from real experiences and primary research. The result is the Soft Drinks in East Africa Beverages Report. In this podcast, we focus on the size of the market and why we believe it presents a huge growth opportunity. We are speaking to Ismail Mohammed, who is a sector analyst in consumer sector client coverage, about why the focus on the soft drinks market in East Africa. East Africa as a region is very compelling. Um, a lot of growth, strong economies. If you look at the soft drinks market, globally worth around $300 billion, but underrepresented in sub-Saharan Africa, um, especially in East Africa. So despite rising disposable incomes in Kenya, Tanzania, Uganda, it has been somewhat underrepresented. From the outset, it was a very interesting uh, space for us to go and explore. There were a number of factors, specifically the macro environment, that said to us, this is a space that you go and need to go and spend some time uh, doing a deep dive into. So what did you find in Kenya? I think Kenya is somewhat of a hub in East Africa. So there's a lot of growth in Kenya. I think a lot of multinational companies see Kenya as a logical starting point to launch a product because if it works well in starting in Nairobi, it will work well hopefully in the rest of Kenya. And then that brand is then strengthened once it gets to Tanzania, Uganda, etc. There's a strong GDP growth and disposable income growth there. So you've actually got a very strong consumer in Kenya, which allows them to consume a lot, lot more soft drinks than other countries around sub-Saharan Africa. A lot of the consumption is currently centered around uh, the major cities in Kenya, specifically Nairobi, um, because what you find is once you leave the city centers, the, the channel becomes far more informal. And as urbanization increases and as um, cities expand, what you'll find is there's a greater prevalence of shopping malls, um, grocery stores, which have fridges, which can stock um, soft drinks. And therefore, that should lift the per capita consumption. So there's a lot of room for growth on a per capita basis. And what about distribution and the value chain? One of the key competencies, if you want to open a business, start a business selling soft drinks in East Africa specifically, your understanding of the distribution and value chain is critical. Um, the price points are difficult because it's a very competitive market as it stands. You've got Pepsi and Coke as the two multinational competitors, but a lot of the smaller, more local brands are competing and they compete specifically on price and they are able to compete with the multinational brands because they have built a distribution and value chain based off selling other goods such as um, maize products and oil products. So they can actually compete. And what, what they've started to do is compete on two factors, price and flavor. So they've, they've really been able to expand their flavor offering beyond a traditional um, Coke and Pepsi variants, and then specifically on price. What makes the East African beverages market a compelling investment opportunity? You know, 50, 60 years ago, Belgium was associated with beer, for example. China was associated with tea. Um, but what globalization has done is sort of expanded the palate of the consumer. And what we found, you know, looking specifically at Kenya is that 
it's actually got a, a consumption pattern very similar to the US, where there's a large consumption of carbonates, water, and juice, which in our view is positive um, as an investment opportunity. What motivated us was that understanding of how broad the category spread was. Um, we know that the macroeconomic environment in the area is going very well. Consumer disposable incomes are growing. Um, the GDP growth in East Africa is some of the fastest around the world, which will support consumption growth. And then we know that there's room for growth if we look at that per capita. So a lot of those factors drive our belief that in the next five to 10 years, there's a lot of scope for growth in East Africa. The market will grow. If you look at regional trade with the East African community potentially coming on steam, you're then no longer talking about just access to Kenya or Uganda or Tanzania, but you're talking about access to over 100 million consumers. You know, if you do decide to go and invest there, it's not going to be easy but your room for growth and the potential within the market um, really, really is outstanding. Listen to all seven parts of this series as we bring you the highlights from the East Africa Beverages Report. In part two, we hear how the operating and regulatory landscape is shaping up and making it easier for investors to participate.